Yep. Survive. And repeat. Uh, I'm checking my email. Sorry. <laughs> She's so ch- important. <laughs> You're very important. Uh, we were just commenting that we haven't seen each other in a couple no. weeks. So sorry, you guys, that we didn't have a new episode We last took week. some time off. Danelle had a vacation with Callie and her husband. I like that Callie came first in that equation. <laughs> <laughs> it was Callie's. It was about her. The trip was about her. Yeah. And you said you really enjoyed uh, Rehoboth Beach in Delaware. Who knew? It was beautiful. Sandy white beaches, gorgeous, I cute little it. boardwalk, Keep cute talking. little shops. Yes. The ice cream was fantastic. Oysters, eh, but I think it had to do with where we went. <laughs> um, it was really good. It was great. I, I want to go back. Okay. Um, and then we went to Georgetown, D.C. Yes. Um, and that was fun. And then we went to Outer Banks, which was, we got to see wild horses. It was great. She it's sent me the trip. picture of the wild horse. I was very They're jealous. very pretty. And they were just like trotting along. Trotty trot trot. Yeah. Were, it was cool. Mm. I love it. Um, I was in Mexico with my mm-hmm. parents. Pretty much just sweating profusely. Sounds amazing. <laughs> it was like 85 or 90 degrees every day and humid. Oh. Humid. Mm. <laughs> every time we went to dinner and I ordered wine, after one glass, I'd just be like sweating. Mm. Because I feel like it's just... Did you get white wine or red? Probably white. It depended. So the one night we went to an outdoor restaurant and I got white. And then the other time, like we were at a steak place and we were inside, red. so I got red. So <clears throat> so I would shift back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, no margaritas? Well, the last couple nights I got margaritas because I felt like the wine was making me like overheat. You know how sometimes wine gets you all flushed? Yeah, yes. So I think it was like adding to my sweating problem. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> it sounds amazing that it was that hot. It, it's not my favorite. I but know. During the day when I was by a pool, I was fine with it. Because I just like sat in the pool with a beer. How was the beach <laughs> situation? Because last time I was in Mexico, there was a lot of seaweed. Oh, no. No, no, no. It was gorgeous. Okay. It was gorgeous. I mean, there was seaweed. but You were like, in Cancun. Yeah. Okay. Cancun's hard because... If you're on the Gulf side, which is where you want to be, because there's the lagoon side. That's where, like, the gators are. Gators. <laughs> and then there's the Gulf side. And the Gulf side is, like, the bluest water. Oh. It's, like, gorgeous. But it's very – there's a lot of riptides. So a lot of times oh. you really can't go in the water, at least mm-hmm. not that deep, or you're going to get, like, sucked in. Oh, that's not fun. So if I wanted to cool off, I basically was, like, on the beach, reading my book, whatever, falling asleep mostly. Oh, I want to go back. And then – Getting, in, I'd just get up and go to the pool. Did you get a massage or anything? Or no, I literally just chilled. I, yeah, I did nothing. I drank, I ate, and I slept a lot. Yeah, the one day Jenny texted me and she was like, "It's eleven o'clock and I haven't got out of bed yet." Yeah, that was the I'm one like, day. I'd, so you're on vacation. Good. I, I decided to ha- well because I was it's with, eleven o'clock on Saturdays and I'm not out of bed yet. <laughs> I was with my parents and they like to get up and like go have breakfast and like get their day going. Not early, but like earlier yeah. than I would normally get up on a They have vacation. a slight expectation for you to be up to, I'm sure. They told me they didn't. So like one day I just was like, I texted them from my bed and was like, I'm not coming to breakfast. <laughs> Leave me be. Let me be on my own. And so I slept through breakfast. I just told them, please bring me a cup of coffee. Hmm. And they did. Sounds amazing. Yeah. When did you get back? Saturday night. Okay. So I got back around dinner time and I only got burnt once. That's it. And it's because I wore a short sleeve rash guard instead of my How long did your rash ones. guards turn out? I mean, good. I didn't, okay. I mean, I'm not burnt. You, you got see, some sun, though. You can see where this line is. Yeah. <laughs> you still got some color. Yeah. Good for you. Thank y'all. Hmm. Hmm. Um, 
Kenny, your presence has been requested. Oh yeah, should I just walk walk on the screen? Just yeah. like comes back here, I guess. So if you're on YouTube, uh, people want to see Kenny. People wanted to see Kenny because he's not on the shot. Is this what you thought he looked like? I mean, we posted Instagram yeah, before, before, but yeah. maybe they're not on Instagram or Facebook like I'm me glad, currently. I'm glad you wore your festive shirt today. <laughs> yeah. And then someone said I don't look like what they thought I looked like, but I'm curious as to think. And it's a person I met at a pool party. I'm like, ooh, Wait, and I know you. So who are they? No, I'm like, what pool party? Whose pool party? What are we talking about? So yeah. let me know. Deep um, stuff. And then we have a shout out because we have what? Callie. Ooh, ooh, girl. She's mm. a little barky today. Um, uh, we have a Patreon, a patron, a patron Patreon? on Patreon. And uh, her name's Kelly McClelland. Oh, I love that name. Yeah. And she um, donates a lot of money to us every month. Thank you, and Kelly. she's new as Sorry. of April. <laughs> and uh, she, uh, so that means that we are announcing her live on a show, which is this one. Hey, Kelly. Shout out. Woo-hoo. Kelly McClelland sounds like. A cool like '90s, like the cool girl in the, the '90s in your like she went to high school with you, but right. she was really cool and you wanted to be her friend. Yes, but you couldn't be because I was a dork, and so were you. <laughs> Actually, my mom and I were talking about this. Like, well, finish your thing. Go oh, ahead. well, I was just gonna say, and she gets to pick an episode. Oh, topic. Okay, so that'd be great, Kelly. Please tell us what you want us to cover, and um, we'll do it. I emailed you. I think I need we. You also got a sip survivor Pete wine tumbler. And so we need your address. So get back to us. You can also email us at sipsurvivorpeat at gmail.com. And if you guys want to become a patron, you can join us at patreon.com and look for Sip Survive Repeat. Yes, it would be very helpful because we don't get paid for this. No, we do it for free. <laughs> we do it for free every single week. No, that's not true. We get wine from our we favorite. Get, yes, Magna, Magna Wine, which we're drinking the Magna Wine collection today. Yes, they have their own collection now. And this is the Gateway Red. And it's delicious. We love it. We bought a case of it, which is why we drink it more often yes. than not. I have. We had to pick up the wine this week. Yes. yes we have mm-hmm. the wine of the month coming. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you guys are interested, you can go to their website, magnawineboutique.com. I also saw something that they're going to have some wine scents. Like, I don't oh. know if it's perfume or like Ooh, what? Maybe candles? No. I don't know. Again, I, don't know. I took a hiatus from Instagram. I needed a break. Yes. I needed a breather and I'm going to get back on eventually, but okay. I just... I don't know what's going on with anybody. I'm like, so I feel like it's like 2005. I have no idea what's going on with my friends, anything. And it's kind of nice. Sorry, I, guys. I would say it is. Also, don't forget to subscribe on YouTube. Oh, yeah. It helps us. Helps yeah. our get our get the word out. and Yeah, because um, we actually had some good numbers last week, actually. Oh, that's good. So we had a lot of downloads on Tuesday of last week, even though it was a... Even though it was a rerun. Yeah, repeat. I think people were downloading just because that's the day that it comes out. out. Yeah. yeah. Anywho... Um, yeah, magnawineboutique.com and let's do this. Shit do show. this. Are you, do you want to go first so you don't lose it all? Yeah. So I, <laughs> because we both just kind of got back from vacation. So I got back from vacation. Then I went to Philly to visit my sister. Mm-hmm. And of course I could have found my story while my mom was driving to Philly. But did I? No, I was hanging out with my mom talking to her about shit. That's right. So I did that instead. So, of course, today I rushed to find a story. That's fine. And I listened to the story on the way to something Jenny and I had to go to earlier this morning. And then I listened to a different podcast about another story on the way home. That's smart. And now I'm getting them confused because... And what did I do on the way back? I listened to my story on the way down. (laughs) And then what did I do on the way back? 
Return out the back. And did I also listen to Ride It, My Pony? Your saddle is, is waiting. <laughs> Jump on it. There goes Kenny's eardrums. They healed for two weeks. Now they're gone. Again. Okay. 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 She did this in pencil, everyone. Half of it's on my phone, and the other half's on this paper, and then the other bit that's left in that fraction is in my head. There's not This should be left. good. Okay. This should be really good. So. <laughs> I'm so excited. So this is a survival story about Lachelle Nance, Mm -hmm. who is from, she's an eight-year-old sweet baby girl at the time. Mm -hmm. This is 2004, Mm -hmm. I think. I'm sure I'll say it again in the, whenever, because it's written down (laughs) here somewhere. And her, it's her mom, her, her, and she's brothers and sisters, and they live in um, Lake Worth, Florida. Oh, there it is, 2004. She got it. So we're in Florida. She's super smart they um in the interview it's her godmother in the interview and her mom Mm -hmm. and she's you know her godmother and her mom are like best friends and they all have kids the same ages so she kind of grew up with both of them and her godmother was saying that she's just like one of the smartest kids she's ever met she's a photographic memory she's just smart funny just a great kid all around and um so back in uh so her mom's name is Michelle. Mashell. Mashell and Lashell. And then her godmother's name is Lisa Taylor. No, it's Lisa Shell. Lisa. <laughs> it's Lisa Half Shell. Heroes <laughs> in a Half Shell. Turtle Power. Okay. Um, so Lashell's godmother, Lisa's son's friend. Oh, Jesus Christ. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Her godmother comes across her friends her her son's friend living in a car fine Uh and she feels bad for him okay yeah so she does what any nice person would probably do back in 2004 I don't know and says like hey why are you living in the car like what's your situation he's like a teenager at the time and and he's from the Bahamas and I'm gonna totally botch his name his name is um Malagro Cunningham Malagro sure. Cunningham whatever he's a piece of shit so we don't like him if we don't like him good. there's a just good fuck up his name precursor. all you want yeah that's right um so anyway she kind of takes him in okay. the godmother and she said he was a but normal this is like her son's friend yeah like, yeah but okay. she gives him a place to stay so he like okay. crashes with her she said he was seemed like a normal kid just had like a rough um a, a really rough life and um she you know gave him handy down clothes and um fed him and he would sleep on our couch and he loved Feeding like, a teenage boy though uh-uh. and she's other kids I, I don't Kenny did you eat a lot as a teenager uh not that much I didn't weigh too much mm, you were kind of skinny I weighed like 40 pounds less in high school yeah Damn. I weighed like you were really you were like a bean pole yeah I, I yeah. weighed like 70 pounds less than I do currently and now you're a woman now I'm a full woman you're a woman yeah, but we were all skinnier in high school. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's be honest. You're like, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just how it was. Um, so basically she took him in, took care of him. He was a normal teenage kid. He seemed very nice, loved video games, TV, blah, 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 normal shit. So um, Lachelle would typically spend the night at her godmother's house okay. on Saturday nights. And it sounds like they live close together, but just Saturday. How do I get, how do I get that arrangement? Right. Do you want to be a, Do you have a godmother? No, I'm you already got a- already taken. I'm already godmother. <laughs> Kenny? Wait, sorry, what'd you say? I just said, say yes. Just say yes. Yes. Great. 
Thank you. She's going to drop Jacqueline off on Saturday. Oh, okay. <laughs> For a sleepover. And I mean every Saturday moving forward. You're the godfather. I'm pretty busy nope. coming up. You're the godfather. I now spent, you have to do it. I spent this weekend with my nephew, uh-huh. who's seven, uh-huh. sidebar. And damn, it's a lot of work. You're a Girl. saint. He's, I love him. He's a great kid. <laughs> they never stop. He never stops. Mm-mm. He never, he, he also is obsessed with sugar. I've never seen a kid eat so much sugar no, in no, my no. life. That's, that's what they run on. I, that's all he Literally. wants. Yeah. It's, I mean, Declan, he throws protein in there for good measure, but then he's just all of a sudden like in the candy. Again. He's forced to throw protein in this kid. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, but okay. it's a lot of work. So congratulations. Thanks. I'm exhausted. <laughs> um, so Kenny's going to be exhausted this Saturday. Get ready. I, I got a bridal. I'm also going to drop Callie off. Or shower to go to. I'm going to drop Callie off too, and Mo. Callie and, will be easy. And Sedona. Yeah. And Sedona. It's, all, it's a full house. Um, You're going to have to cancel your plan. Sorry. Okay. Go ahead. Um, so Lachelle went over there that Saturday, and she would usually sleep in the bedroom of um, one of her godmother's kids. And so the little kid woke up who she usually shares a bedroom with at like one in the morning and noticed that Lachelle was gone. Uh So she goes into her mom's bedroom and she's like, Hey, um, Lachelle's missing. She's no, I can't find her. So the godmother comes out, you know, wakes up and gets out of bed and, and you know, she's looking, they're looking everywhere in the house. They notice her shoes are by the the door, but she's nowhere to be found. And, um, that, Somehow, um, this piece of shit guy, Cunningham, Malargro Cunningham comes back in the house. Like he runs in the house and, and he's like, they're like, have you seen, um, Lachelle? Where is she? And he's like, oh my God, three people just like basically ripped her out of the house and kidnapped her. And then they jumped me and he has this huge elaborate story about how he, they, they shoved Lachelle. They shoved Lachelle in their car. It was a station wagon with a debt in the side. Like, it's very detailed information. Um, That's when you're lying. And then it was three white guys that jumped him and beat him up for 20 minutes. Did he look abused at all? No, his shirt was a little ripped. But the godmother was like, she didn't buy, buy it. It didn't pass a shit. sniff test. But, but she treated him like a son, so she, at first she believed him. She wanted to believe yeah. him. Wow. Um, so he tells this big, elaborate story. And the, the cops get there, and they're just like questioning him and, and then they start doing an extensive search and they search the neighborhood mm. they search um this local cemeteries and then there's also this landfill that's nearby uh, and the police officer quoted said oh god i'm not i mean who can read this really it does look like it's, a serial killer it is <laughs> terrifying um basically the police officer said like nothing good ever happens in this landfill and yeah there's a lot of garbage it was just not gunk. a great area either oh. like as far as like i think like maybe a lot of drugs happen there or, like mm-hmm. just bad things i mean it's a dark landfill of course right so it sounds terrible <laughs> so that's one of the last places they searched and as they're driving up the um there was a long road that led to the landfill and there were two giant metal like uh garbage containers and yeah. they noticed before as a welcome to the welcome to the <laughs> landfill <laughs> and it said this is a landfill on it no, i'm just kidding <laughs> So as they're pulling up, what would be animatronic and like the lid would open and be like, "Hi, welcome to landfill." Whoa, 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 whoa. don't like look inside. So- no, and, and it said, "It said, don't look inside here. <laughs> no dead bodies. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to see here." <laughs> well, they noticed that there were a pair of underwear no! laying on the ground. I know this part's not funny. 
Were they? I mean, none of it's funny. But were they huge old lady underwear? No, they were little girls underwear. No. Okay. So immediately the cops were like, "Shit." And then they then the you know next to the underwear like a couple steps away were a giant metal trash container. Mm -hmm. So the officers pull up and they open the container and they notice there's another like normal plastic trash can inside that's tipped upside down. And they're like, that's weird. So they they flip it over and they notice there's like blocks of concrete inside of it. And they're, you know, they're starting to pull the concrete blocks out, like heavy blocks, like big boulders of concrete. They start pulling it out and then they see a foot. No! And then they see a hand. No. But wait. What's this show called? People. It's called Sip Survivor Pete, motherfuckers. So (laughs) can we cuss on YouTube? Okay. You can do whatever Definitely. you want on YouTube as long as you don't kill people well, or like uh, they like to censor sex. No. No. That's no. that's they like to hub. censor people. That's different. Oh, yeah. That's what's it called? Fun Friends House or what's that new thing where um Friends Only Club or something where oh, people no, no, are no, like only fans. Only fans. fans. Clearly I'm on it. Just kidding. <laughs> Clearly you go on there and sell your body. So as they see her body um, and they're starting to pull just boulder and boulder of concrete off of her, one of the officers starts crying because he's course. just like is so distraught. This beautiful, cute, adorable, smart little girl is just like, well, as they're they're pulling one of the boulders off, they notice her hand twitches. And so they, they, you know, move a little faster and get her out of there and get her on the ground, start CPR, call the ambulance, and she lives. Yes. And she lives to tell her story, and she lives to testify against this piece of shit. So apparently the night, this is how the night unfold unfolded, was he went in her bedroom, coaxed her to come outside. Mm. She trusted him. I mean, it was of like a, a cousin to her. Yeah. And the minute she stepped outside, she was in her pajamas, still no shoes, and he basically you know, covered her mouth and was like, if you scream, I'm going to hurt you. And he dragged her along. I don't know if he took a car or if he dragged her, but he essentially raped her, beat her up, choked her, and just did awful things to this poor girl. But the reason she lived yes, is as he was choking her, she pretended like she was dead. So he was choking her, and then he, like, dropped her to the ground, and she hit her head, and she's she in the interview, she was like, I don't know what came over me, but I just laid there and I held my breath. And he came up to her and was like checking her to see if she was alive and he thought she was dead. So then he took her body and and threw it in the garbage can and then put, she said, as he was putting cement blocks on top of her, he was laughing. In between blocks, he was like, I'm so sorry. And then he started laughing. And then he put another block, I'm so sorry. Then he'd start laughing. She said it was. that people who are, have like psychotic or psychopathic tendencies, sometimes the wires are crossed and sometimes they will laugh at very inappropriate situations. It was, I don't know if that's the case here, if he really just was like a creeper, but. Yeah, I think he's just a monster. Okay. In my professional opinion, he's a monster. (laughs) Okay, good, Um, good. So as these like boulders were piling on her, she's thinking to herself like, who's going to find me here? Like, I'm going to die. Like, this is it. Like, I'm going to die. And she was in that trash can with, the boulders weighed about 200 pounds, which is like triple her body weight. And, um. She was in there for eight hours before they found her. And when they brought her to the hospital, the doctor said that she had about 10 to 20 more minutes before all of her organs shut down. So she was almost dead. Um, So she she goes to court. She testifies against him. She's so brave. Excuse me, I almost burped. Um, She's so brave. And um, he ends up getting... Hold on. 
four life terms. Yeah, he did. And um, he tried to plead insanity and it didn't. The jury was like instantly was like, no way. Four life terms. Now he is trying to get out because he was a minor whenever this happened. So he did. Again, I only got I, I read the whole story. I listened to the whole documentary, but it's a little fuzzy at the end because I was rushed. But I know that he did get resentenced where he's getting 50 years in jail currently. So they erased the life sentences. But because yeah. she testified again against him, he still got 50 years in prison. Yeah. And um, he also has uh, currently has kidney failure and he's like 27 years old. Oh, Jesus. And he's on dialysis. So he's not going to make it. But still, like our legal system is so jacked up. The fact that he did this to an eight-year-old girl and... Yeah. Well, I heard... I feel like in certain states, if there was like... If a minor got a life sentence they all had to be like revoked and resentenced if they were a minor. Maybe. And it's Florida. So yeah, I don't remember. I feel like that was Texas, but I think there's other States where that happened. Like if you got a life sentence under the age of 18, he was 17, I think. Yeah, So so it had to get, yeah. But his intent was to murder. Like he thought he murdered her. So it's like, well, even just for the, the sexual assault. Oh yeah. And he should be sentenced to life. And in the article I read, it said he brutally raped her, which I don't, you know, we don't need to go into detail about, but just the fact that like what that girl went through is, and even at eight, at eight. And the doc, I, um, the documentary I watched was on crime watch. I think it was from 2014 when she finally, so it took her almost 10 years to come out and even talk publicly about it. Yeah. Um, because she was just so, you know, she had been through a lot and she, took the time that she needed to recover and get the help that she needed. But, um, good news is, is she's doing really well today. Good. And, um, I know her godmother had a lot of guilt afterwards because she felt like she brought this, this person into the home. But again, he was a teenager and she, she was trying to do the right thing and thought she was really trying to help out. And I think that their relationship is fine and you know, no ill will, but, um, she has started a nonprofit called girls like us and essentially it helps young victims of assault and if you want to check it out go to girls like us.org I'm okay. guessing I'm gonna double check that while you're doing your story okay because I like I want to give her a plug but um so yeah that is the survival story of Lachelle Nance wow isn't that crazy it's insane so oh my god I I don't know how bodies like get through stuff like that I don't know how and I also don't know how you can just throw someone away also like true. you just dispose uh, of them like they're garbage yeah like who are Callie doesn't like it either I know honey I agree she didn't like it what do you strap them and zap them yeah hmm. all right I'm gonna look up her <laughs> okay thing real fast okay I'm not organizing myself okay I'm listening. I am doing the survival story of one Carrie Reynolds, and I don't have any notes. Oh, my gosh. So I'm just going to turn my phone over so I don't get distracted. You are just crazy. I'm loony. Okay, so Carrie Reynolds, this this happened in 2009, if I'm not, no, maybe 2007. Mm, See, this is why I should write stuff down, but I didn't. I can't find that right now. I'm going to go 2009. I'm pretty sure it was. And um, her and her husband moved to upstate New York. Okay. In a little place called Allentown. Cute. And um, she was a nurse. And she got a job at a rehabilitation center for people who were struggling with um, alcohol and drug abuse. Okay. So... She talks about the fact that she was the overnight nurse, and she actually really liked that shift. And I think it's because, for the most part, 
it was, it was probably low key a it little was, bit. Yeah, it was like low key. She That'd said be a hard job. Yeah, um, but she basically said what she did was a lot of paperwork in the like overnight, and then she also um, ordered meds. Like she would do refills for people. So and, like, she liked the clerical part, like probably like the numbers part. And yeah, that. like she seemed to like that. And she said, and she was there. She obviously she was a trained nurse, so if there was an emergency. Um, then she could handle that mm-hmm. while she was overnight. And there was a security guard who worked there as well. His name was Lee. And she said he was a super nice guy, like just always really friendly. He was part-time. Um, so I think he just was there like probably in the overnight hours, I'm mm-hmm. guessing like once like the main staff had left. Um, and I think she might've been on like the third shift because she said she worked from like midnight to 8 a.m. Oh, that'd be hard. That'd be tough. Girl. Yeah. I am I, not a night owl. Like... I've been more of a night owl lately. Like, I just feel like, because I have Declan so much, I just yeah. feel, that's my son, everyone, if you guys don't know. Um, once I get him to bed, I just want, like, a couple of t- hours. Yeah, that makes sense. And so, What I time usually, does he go to bed? I'm just curious. So, I put him in bed at 8, and he's allowed to watch his little shows mm-hmm. until 8.30. And then at 8.30, I come in, take them, we read books for about 15, 20 minutes, and then, basically, he's asleep by 9. So, like, you get, like, you go to bed at, like, 11. Yeah. That's so when I, get, like, I go to bed. Hours. Yeah, yeah. Of like, and a lot of times I like turn on a movie or like watch an inappropriate show that he can't watch, Handmaid's Tale. So, <laughs> like, it's just and like maybe is the new season out? Yes. Oh, Girl, I don't have Hulu. It. I don't have Hulu. What is wrong with you? Okay, I feel like we have I have to get back fifty to other subscriptions. Okay, <laughs> I know. Um, okay, so uh, Survivor season seven, Kenny just finished it. Pearl Tri- Islands. Oh, that's Some, one of the Sandra, best ones. Sandra's my. Yeah. It's my favorite. Sorry, Rupert's in it, right? Yeah, Rupert too. That the first episode of that season is one of the best. Yeah, it's my it's our favorite season. I mean, this is like twenty years ago where stuff we're talking oh, about. But sorry. it's so good. It's so good. Okay. Sorry. Oh my god. Please okay. continue. <laughs> sidebar, sidebar, sidebar. Okay. So Carrie Reynolds is a nurse. She's working these overnight shifts and she's working um one night and there's a um a patient who comes down. Oh god, I'm gonna forget his name. I mean, he's a terrible person, so does it matter? No. Richard? That doesn't sound right. Hmm. Dick? <laughs> Maybe. No, god damn it. What's his name? It doesn't his matter. His last name is Giga. So that's funny. That left. you remember? Yeah. Because I kept thinking in my head, don't forget his last name is Giga. Mr. Giga. Mr. Giga. Okay. (laughs) He kept coming downstairs one night while she was working and telling her that he really didn't feel good and his stomach hurt and he was throwing up blood. Oh. So he's like, but he's like acting real weird and fidgety. And she's like, well, if you really don't feel that well, like we should take you to the hospital. Because like she's there to like assist in certain things. Are they being held at their, against their will at this place? Do you think? No. So that's the interesting thing. So it's, it's very much not like, uh, you're being held against your will and locked in a room okay so it's not like a jail or like anything like that it is like more like a facility where you stay it is overnight you do all that stuff but um it's you could leave at any time I suppose so it's like a 30 day like a normal treatment facility yeah type thing and she at this point doesn't she's she worked there for two years before this incident occurred that I'm about to tell you about um but she didn't really realize that some of the people who were there were court ordered to be there oh. because of um HIPAA bad things oh. that they did but um, how, okay sorry so I'm asking like, so many questions it's annoying no 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 she, so like for instance uh this guy Mr. Giga I can't remember his first name which is terrible um he basically is um 
he got charged with like felonious assault. Like he oh. was like a bad guy, but he was like, I think of course he assaulted people when he was on maybe drugs or alcohol. Yeah. And so he got, instead of being sent to jail, he was sent to rehab. But they're not telling their employees that they're that like, that's not. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Okay. That's not safe. Yeah, I don't like it. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Or they should help, like, protect her. Like, let her carry, like, well, a taser or, like, that, mace or something. I guess that's why she, there was a security guard? Yeah. Okay. I guess? I don't know. So, um, this happens one night. He keeps saying that he's throwing up blood. She says, we should go to the hospital if it's that bad. And he keeps saying, no, I don't want to And he's real hospital. fidgety. Yeah, and he's fidgety. So, that night comes and goes. She goes home. Uh, the next time she has to come into work, um, she wakes up from, you know, she sleeps early and gets up to go to work and she wakes up with like a raging headache. And so she goes back to sleep. Hmm. And when she wakes up again, she realizes that she's running super late for work. Oh, <laughs> she's supposed shit. to be there at midnight Done that. in the reenactment. Uh, it was two 30. So she was <laughs> real late, super late. So she, she's like, I got to get there. So she like starts hurrying around her house and getting all of her stuff. And she gets in her car and this rehab center is at the top of a mountain. Okay. So upstate New York, you know, it's hilly. There's, there's woody. Big, yeah. Um, so she's driving up there and she said, it's really, it's not well lit getting up to this rehab center. So it's very dark. Mm. And once you get halfway up the mountain to the rehab center, cell service is gone. Is this a fucking scary movie? Like this right? is like a, the remake of Shutter Island or something. Basically. So she gets, that recently, she, gets so. <laughs> she gets to work. And um, when she pulls in, she sees um, Lee, the security guard's truck, sitting there. Okay. And it's parked where it usually is. So she's like, cool, cool, cool. And she sees someone get out of the truck. And she's like, oh, there's Lee. I'm just mm. going to sit here and wait so he can walk me in. Yeah. Oh, no. And when the person walks up, she realizes it's not Lee. It's Mr. What Rumpelstiltskin? I, I don't know. I forget his name already. G- Who cares? Giga? Giga. Geezer. Giga. Giga. Anyway, this dick It's that guy. Um, we're just going to call him Dia. Uh, he gets out, um, and she's like, okay, why is he out of the building? Why is he in Lee's car? And why, like, what's going on? So... As it turns out, mm. during the, the night when no one was there other than Lee, uh, Mr. Giga went and got a knife from the kitchen. Oh, God. Went into the security card's office, stabbed him oh, no. violently Lee. to death. Oh, sorry. He doesn't survive in this Sip Survive Repeat episode, but he's not the main character. Um, <laughs> so mean. He, he seems like a really nice guy. So he gets stabbed. Uh, then... Um, Mr. Giga tries to steal Lee's truck. truck. Well, when he gets in there, guess what? There's no keys. It's stick. Oh, he can't drive. Figure it like, really? You guys, if you don't know how to drive stick, Kenny, do you know how to drive stick? That's what I learned on. Good. You get it together. I can do it in an emergency. I just (laughs) haven't done it in a very long time. And I've only done it like three times that I've driven stick. I mean, I think if you've done it... I can it, figure it out. Here's the thing. If you've done it once or twice, you'll be fine in an emergency. You can figure it out. My dad tried to teach me on his um, Ford Ranger, like his 90s Ford Ranger, and I couldn't even get it started. And he mm. got so frustrated with me that I cried. <laughs> and then Todd tried to teach me on his car, okay. which I did get started and I could drive it. So. I, l- I learned on these like 1930s, 40s trucks. Ooh, those are, that's hard. So you could drive anything. If like you didn't 
release a clutch at the exact time it shut down yeah that's how this truck was it was like it had to be perfect and i couldn't that there was like holes in the bottom like i could see the road driving oh, it like was Flintstone style it was just through like an orchard i was driving but my friend in. in college had a um ford zx2 and i had like the automatic version and she had the stick version and i could zip around town in that oh. with her stick so okay i feel like i could do it anyway it's not about me guess what mr giga couldn't, couldn't loser so he panicked and then he sees our uh our lady friend carrie pull mm-hmm. up so he gets out and he's of course like freaking out she's like what are you doing out here and she's like super confused because you know she just got here and it's she, super dark so if he has like blood on him and stuff she probably can't see when he had his hands in his hoodie pocket mm. he had like you know the kangaroo hoodie pocket in the front and he and she said again he was real fidgety never trust a hoodie pocket mm-hmm. and then he does pull his hands out and mm. she sees that they're covered in blood oh but her first instinct is you're hurt You've tried to hurt yourself. Let me check you. So she's trying to look at him and he's like pulling away and being real weird. Then he starts going, he starts telling this wild story similar to your person. That was just like a car pulled up and these guys got out and they attacked so me elaborate. and they killed him. And I was trying to go get help, but I don't know how to drive stick. So I couldn't da-da-da. like he like, what are you talking about? weirdo Mm -mm. so carrie decides she needs to go in and see what's going on so she starts walking into the building and mr giga is right behind her no carrie he's he's breathing down her neck and she's probably also familiar with him so she's a little comfortable with him because he's one of the patients i mean i'm sure she's on guard but but she doesn't she doesn't know that he's like dangerous right she just thinks he's an addict yeah so anyway so she goes um and she sees Lee on the ground in the security office, and he's just face down, covered in blood. There's just, she said, there's blood everywhere. Oh my gosh! And so she's like, "Oh shit!" And then at this point, the realization hits her that it was probably Mr. Giga. Uh huh. But it's not like he's being held there against his will. Like, why? Well, he has no way to escape at this point. Like, he doesn't. He doesn't uh, but, have a car there. Right. But why would you kill? So you think he killed him because he wanted his car to drive away? Yeah. Oh God, that's terrible. So then um carrie she comes to this realization she's like okay i gotta get out of here at least so i can get down the mountain and call 911 which i was like you should just call 911 right now but i think she was like she i'm with the killer has, or she doesn't have good cell service either. well yeah she can't from her cell phone but i was thinking they have phones oh, yeah but anyway she's with the killer so i'm sure she just thinks i can't mm-hmm. so she starts to walk back to her car and again giga's right behind her and she's like fuck so she slides into her seat to drive away and he slides into the passenger seat oh no 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 and she's like Fuck. i'd be like you wait here i'll be right in case back. anything else happens and i'll be right back so that's not gonna work she starts driving down the mountain and then um after like a little bit he says i'm not feeling well and remember he was having those stomach issues mm-hmm. apparently so he's like pull over i need to get out for a minute and her thought is, great, I'm going to pull over. He's going to get out. And I'm going to go. I'm going to speed away. Do you think if she would have said to him, here are the keys to the drug closet. You go watch over that, hint, hint, and I'm going to go get help. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what I would do in that situation. I don't know what his motivation was. And yeah. it never really got into that mm. as to why he was like killing or trying to get away. So her thought now was like, I need to get him out of the car. Or I'm going to speed away once he. Right. So she slows down and she hasn't completely stopped. She said she's going about five miles an hour and he opens the door and he turns <gasps> as if he's going to get out. 
and she's like ready to like floor it. Uh-huh. Then all of a sudden he turns and lunges at her with no! a knife. No. Ah! And he goes at her throat. Oh. But she does the like the automatic. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess. Like try to catch it with your, you're supposed to try to catch it with your hand. I know. So gross. Um, So she ends up getting stabbed in the chest. And then he stabs her again in like the stomach region. And at that point, she's still driving. Like she hasn't stopped the car yet. She loses control of the car. Mm-hmm. And she said the next thing she knows is she wakes up in a ditch freezing cold. And she's like, shit. Where am I? What, what's, going what's going on? on? So she knows she's been stabbed. She's very worried about the one that she got stabbed in her stomach because if it's, um, if she got stabbed in the liver, this is the bad thing. If you're, hi, Momo. If you get, if you're in healthcare and you get hurt, you know how bad it could be. Yes. So like, her mind's like, race. Yeah. You're like, I would be like, I have at least 24 hours. And she's probably like, I have an hour yeah. before so I she's bleed like, out. If, basically, if I got stabbed in the liver, I'm going to bleed out. So at this point, she suddenly hears like rustling around in the car and she's like, shit, he's still alive. Like the crash didn't kill him. She's going to play dead. Yes. So she plays dead. Similar to your little Mm eight-year-old. It's a smart move. So she lays in the ditch and she's like, I was freezing. So I was shivering. So I had to like try and control my body. Oh my gosh, that'd be so hard. And I had to like stop shivering and not breathe. And she was already having trouble breathing because he ended up, the first stab punctured one of her lungs. So she had a collapsed lung. So anyway, so she tries to control it. He comes out of the car towards the ditch and yells, where's your cell phone? And she's just like, don't, don't do anything. So she's just like laying there playing dead. So he starts yelling at her again, where's your cell phone? And she's like, in her head, she's like, does he just want my cell phone? Like, that's what this is about? No. But she's like, no. So she keeps laying there and he goes back to the car and he starts rummaging around. Then out of the corner of her eye, she sees somebody starting to drive up the road that she's on. Okay. And she takes all of her will and she jumps out of the ditch and she runs into the road. Holy shit. Stops this pickup truck with some guy driving it that she doesn't know. She's bleeding profusely everywhere. She jumps in this guy's truck and is like, that guy's trying to kill me. Let's go. And the guy drives her to the Put hospital. Put this bitch in reverse. <laughs> the guy drives her to the hospital. Wow. So um, he takes her to the hospital and she was right. Like, I don't know if he stabbed her in the liver, but she was very, like, she had very serious injuries. Uh-huh. So, like, she had the um, the lung situation, the collapsed lung. She had, something was punctured in her that was bleeding profusely. Mm. I don't know if it was her liver or what. And then um, from the crash, she actually fractured the um, back of her skull. Jeez. And also um, the bottom part of her spine. Mm. Like her tailbone area. Yeah. So she had some pretty serious injuries. And the fact that she could get up and jump out of the car like that. Yeah. Well, the ditch. She was in a ditch. Or the ditch. Yeah. So crazy. So, um, so yeah. So she basically uh, is in the hospital and she said she should feel safe, but she knows he's still out there because at this point he's made a getaway in her car. Mm. So they're like, the, you know, the detective comes on. He's like, we have to find him. He's like, we need to find him in the first 24, but I'd take finding him in the first two would be better. I'm like, yeah, yeah buddy. Think. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a knife and he's dangerous. <laughs> Get him. Yeah. Cause they were like, all right, at this point he has stabbed someone to death. He has, he has a, nothing to lose at this point. He has attempted to stab someone to yeah. death. And so if he runs into someone else, he's of course going to yeah. uh, try and stab him to death. Yeah. You're in trouble. So, um, they didn't know where he had gone and then he... Uh, he broke into a house and used the landline telephone. Mm-hmm. 
And that's how they found him. Mm. They tracked the call. They traced it down to this house that he had broken into. Um, and then uh, he was arrested. Now, they didn't say exactly what happened to him. I'm sure he got in big trouble because he killed someone. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's in jail or dead or something. Correct. And um, But Carrie, who survived the whole affair, she... Um, she said she didn't realize she, she said she, I knew I was a strong person I didn't realize I was that strong and she said it's unfortunate because I don't trust people like I used to yeah yeah Callie says I she doesn't either um and whoop. and then um she also is um disabled at this point because <gasps> oh, of especially because of the spine injury yeah she really can't work as a nurse anymore um but she said that she's just so thankful because every day like whatever day the day has to bring to her is like a day that she wouldn't have had if she hadn't survived. Yeah. So she really like looks at life differently now, even though like some of the stuff that she loved was taken away, like mm-hmm. her job, her career, her, the, you know, the place that she actually really enjoyed working. She just, wow. but she just, she loves her family and her husband and she's just happy to be alive. So that is the story of Carrie Reynolds. Wow. Very good. Blammo. Wow. Mm, Kenny. <sighs> okay. Uh, I'll go with this story. The uh, Florida teen was charged as an adult for doing what in her high school? Her mom was also arrested. As oh, well. I know the answer to this. Oh, you saw this one? Don't say it. Don't say it. Stripping. You think her mom was also arrested for stripping? It's Florida. Okay. Although Florida. we love our Florida fans. We love you guys, but we don't wanna... they were stripping. Uh, she rigged the homecoming queen election. Oh! And was it her mom, like the principal or something? Uh, Or like... I don't think she was. I think she just... They broke into the like... Ballot box? Student records. (laughs) Is there a ballot box still? I don't know. Basically, they accessed the records and then used the data from the records to make false votes online. Did they use blockchain technology to break (laughs) into the records? No. Did they use Bitcoin? As far as I know, no. Did they use Dogecoin to the moon? Maybe. Is that how you pronounce it? Yes. It I thought it was Dogecoin. <laughs> I thought it was it's Doggy. Not, it's it's it, Doge. It's Doge. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. That's, I, I did read, I read the headline to that and I thought to myself immediately, like, who the fuck would do that? Like, who cares? I thought the mom was the principal though. Yeah. Or, no, she no. was. She's okay. not. Basically, she's a crazy mom. the rigging of the election, not that big of a deal. It's the fact that they broke into the records and got all the access so if it was just a regular ballot box and they stuffed it, I don't think much would have happened. Mm. Yeah, I mean, people would have been upset. Other than the fact that you're kind of a psycho, because who cares? It's high school. Yeah, it's... yeah some people, though, that's a big deal. It's It shouldn't be. I mean, clearly this mom's glory days yeah. were in high school. Yeah. Clearly. But as the daughter, wouldn't you be like, I don't want, I didn't win, so I don't want to win? Like, but I did don't... the, so the daughter knew, like she yeah. was in on yeah, it. Yeah, the daughter oh, helped. Yeah. Yeah, see, that's the thing. If my parents are going to do sneaky shit like that, do it without my knowledge. I don't so want to know good I, about myself. Right? Like, let me at least have a good self esteem when I walk away, <laughs> so that I'm like, I'm popular. I didn't know that. Oh my god, everybody likes me. I never knew. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Um. Okay. Well, this has been another episode of Step Survivor P. Bye. Bye. Bye.